This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 13th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. The Iran nuclear negotiations seem to be on a long pause. Bad, because we don't want Iran to develop a nuke. Good, because I don't think the plan being negotiated was going to do much to prevent Iran from developing nukes, and we seem to be giving away a lot of enticements. The prince and princesses Meghan, Kate, Harry, and William got together for a walk. I don't mention this because I care. I mention it because the press seems to think so many people care that they may be smoothing over differences. And maybe people do care. Bloomberg suggests that rental inflation may have peaked. Moving on, there is more and more news of Ukraine... Ukrainian forces regaining territory previously taken by the Russians and of Russian soldiers surrendering in large numbers. Ukraine is telling the West to keep the weapons coming so they can continue the offensive. At this point, I wonder now what? Hopefully Ukrainian forces do not venture into Russia provoking Putin. But I feel like a weenie saying that. Russia can beat the hell out of Ukraine, but armchair guys like me counsel against attacking Mother Russia. And as long as Putin is in charge, I just can't see a negotiated settlement. Where is Rambo when you need him? Now, I don't really mean that. Well, maybe a little. Vice President Kamala Harris told Chuck Todd that our southern border is secure. Chuck Todd did not quite call bullshit, but he mentioned that 2 million people will cross the border illegally this year for the first time and asked if she could still set, would say the border is secure. She repeated that the border was secure, though added that the security situation deteriorated under the prior administration. Mostly, VP Harris kept circling back to, we need a pathway to citizenship. She says that should be a priority. No need to work on border security. We just need to process the illegal immigrants to citizens as quickly as possible. Folks, how do you even begin to discuss a pathway to citizenship for people who entered the country illegally, until you stop or minimize illegal entry. Also, did Joe Biden follow the rule, which I disagree with, not to have an assistant that is smarter than the boss? Seems that way. He had to look hard to find someone who fit that criteria. Wow, Joe Biden's approval numbers are looking okay. I'm not saying great, but he went from really sucky to sucky to not too bad. I assume that reaction to the abortion ruling is part of this. And things have been okay for a couple of months. My thinking was that after Biden's epically bad and abusive speech 10 days ago, that his numbers might fall. And if that were going to happen, we would see it this week. Not so far. Congresswoman AOC seems to think she could not be president because she is a woman. Nah, we're fine with a woman. Nikki Haley is a woman I will campaign for. I was an Elizabeth Dole supporter for president in the last millennium. Now, I don't want Hillary Clinton for president. She is like Donald Trump with pants with a pantsuit, liberal policies, and enough acting skills to hide her meanness. And I don't want stupid, so that lets out AOC. And because you before you accuse me of misogyny, I also say that Joe Biden is stupid, so I am equitable. Wow. Juka Savolainen wrote a piece titled And Yet It Moves. The subtitle is, A Top Scientific Journal Places Political Correctness Above the Search for Truth. 
The author discusses several studies and uses the journal's own words to make the point that the journals are more interested in policy and politics than they are in science, and how rules are unevenly applied when the science does not conform to the wishes of the betters. I can't imagine this is unique to the social sciences. Instead of me stumbling through a description in more detail, I suggest you read the linked article. To this day, one family member is mad at Ronald Reagan for his recession that reduced his or her job prospects. The Federal Reserve Chairman at the time, Paul Volcker, with Reagan's support, drove up interest rates to beat inflation, resulting in a crippling recession. As tough as it was, that plan was much more effective than Gerald Ford's win buttons. They literally printed buttons that said win for whip inflation now or Nixon's wage and price controls. As a result of those controls, companies would keep giving stupid promotions so they could raise salaries, or they kept the price of the product the same but made the product smaller, or they shipped the product out of the country and back in, which made it exempt from the controls because the product was imported. When you let inflation get out of control, it takes real pain to get it back in line. Those who lived through the periods of high inflation kind of remember this, and at least some were leery of all the crazy spending over the last few years. I think others mostly thought, great, free shit. Barron's has a piece by Lisa Belfast titled, Taming Inflation Will Cost Jobs. Here's how many. The article is based on an interview with Joe Brucellus, RSM's chief economist. For their analysis, they used the Phillips curve that was modified for uh, supply chain information. I'm not big, a big fan of the Phillips curve, which in, econ in economics is a plot of various inflation versus unemployment data points. Maybe the Phillips curve is okay for a specific economy for a specific period of time. Otherwise, it looks like a shotgun blast. Anyway, using this model, the estimate is that to get the inflation rate down to the 2% target, and there is some disagreement on what metric for inflation should be used, unemployment would have to rise from 3.7% to 6.7% or 7.1%. The author thinks that would be too much pain and suggests the Fed may change the inflation target to 3%, which would only require a rise in unemployment to between 4.6% and 5.6%. Those numbers are not as scary as I thought they would be, but will still have real pain and real effects on real people. Not so much on the semi-retired like me. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.